Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now... Let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. The wild cards are in the books. The super wild cards in the books. Get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. I'm at Dan Beyer on Fox. We look ahead to the four divisional playoff games. Doubleheader on Saturday, doubleheader on Sunday. But, Mike, before we get to all that, we have to address the news that... 
came out of Philadelphia on Monday. There is going to be a change as the, at the head coach position as Doug Peterson is out, making now seven vacancies in the National Football League at the time of this recording. The Doug Peterson, I don't want to say it came out of left field because it didn't, because there had been talks over the last, or some rumblings over the last month or so that maybe Doug Peterson could be in trouble. But once Jalen Hurts kind of took over the starting job, you thought, all right, Doug Peterson's going to be able to stick around and last till next season. The vision uh, was not shared of, of Jeff. The vision that Jeffrey Lurie had was not shared by Doug Peterson. So Lurie ends up making a change. Doug Peterson out after five seasons. Yeah, the curiosity, right? Talking about it after the loss to Washington. We, we talked about it last week, all the different uh, conspiracy theories of what it all meant and, and how it all went down and – you know, there there's still a lot that I, I'd love to see sorted out. And these discussions with Jeffrey Lurie, uh, certainly, uh, there there's so many permutations. He says emphatically, well, it's not about Wentz. Okay. There's reports that Peterson didn't like being told what to do. Okay. <laughs> Theories about the locker room being lost after that mm-hmm. week 17 and the benching of Hertz. And then you take what you will from Jason Kelsey's response, right? He's one of the team leaders, obviously disappointed, but said he had talked to Doug during the, as as he called it, I don't call him Doug, I don't know Doug Peterson, uh, but he, you know, said, all right, is he going in? And they, and then he talked up Nate Sudfeld. So it was more about Sudfeld, but kind of understanding, all right, he'd worked hard, give him the the evaluation period, as it were, but everybody else was going to play. So, you know, did he really lose the locker room? Was this a thing with Lurie? Even Lurie's statement made no sense, Dan. Does he deserve to be fired? No. And then he continues on and said, but now we've got to separate. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing they're, here? They're- there, there seems to be to be a lot there, and I know like there are Eagles fans that point to the Jalen Rager draft pick last year that they weren't necessarily uh, thrilled with. I mean, listen, he was also hurt. He got hurt so, all year. You know, yeah. yeah, you can't you can't completely hold that against him. But the long term versus the short term, there's the Carson Wentz uh, sort of deal. I do think that Doug Peterson doesn't like being told what to do. I thought maybe he would attach his wagon to Jalen Hurts Mm -hmm. and ride that into next season, and that didn't happen. Now the question becomes, as you look at the Eagles, and listen – there aren't many fantasy uh, options out there. There are. There's Miles Sanders. Maybe people have him in as a holdover league. But other than that, there's really not any value in Philadelphia that, that you would hold. So we can hold our judgment to how that's going to affect the Eagles when it comes to fantasy in 2021. But when you are looking for a head coach, the question now is, do you go for the head coach for your organization? Do you go for a head coach that shares the same vision that Jeffrey Lurie has, that Howie Roseman has? Or do you find a head coach that is going to try to make Jalen Hurts your franchise quarterback? And I think that all of those are legitimate questions. And the last one that I ask, I think is actually the biggest one of all, is what do you do with Jalen Hurts and that quarterback position? Do you bring in a a head coach that's going to cater uh, to what Jalen Hurts does? Are they going to want to bring in their own stuff and and blend with Jalen Hurts' game? But that is a unique, unique situation in Philadelphia that I don't think you even get in the in the other six openings i mean houston who knows what's going to happen but we just aren't sold on jalen hurts as a starting quarterback um for a franchise for the next 10 years so now you kind of got to make a decision in philadelphia on how you're going to develop that relationship because 
I don't know which way you go with Jalen Hurts. Looks great in his little opportunities that he had. Sure. But is it enough to cash in to bring in a head coach that you want to put all of your eggs in that basket? I wish I had the answer, and maybe because I don't have the answer, maybe I know the answer. Well, you know I, I, mean. I roll it up to this, Dan. Is it's how many people were looking to kick Tua Tonga Vailoa to the curb because sure. of what happened and how Flores managed things down the stretch? No regular off season, no off season workouts, no preseason games. Yeah, what were you expecting, right, Justin Herbert? And Joe Burrow, like Joe Burrow, when he was still being able to be upright before he took the 900th hit in that half a season that he played. I mean, those guys, those guys were freaks in terms of how this is supposed to go, becoming a quarterback in the National Football League. It's not supposed to be that seamless that no. you look like you you belong. And so for Tua, and and for Jalen Hurts, the answer is I I don't know. You know, I, I joked last week on the podcast, Miami should do the reverse draft day move. And all of a sudden, it's like I spoke that into existence. Because all of a sudden, <laughs> that started being, yeah, just send them there and get all the picks back. Like, whoa, I have magnificent powers that I've never thought. I, I've been watching way too much Harry Potter. And now I have some of that stuff kind of soaking into me. Or the Marvel Universe, pick your, you know, other world of choice. But... The, the answer is for those two guys, I don't I don't know what they are at this point. You're right. It's a little bit of wishing and hoping. And for Jeffrey Lurie, you know, he's got a lot of other problems. You, you talk about building a roster. Is Rieger, Rager going to be the guy? Right? Yeah. Can he stay healthy? You brought back Deshaun Jackson for crying out loud, thinking he was going to be a high-impact player. Sure. You brought back Jason Peters to end up being your – Right. tackle, then guard, then tackle again. Right, and, but you duct tape and bandage yeah. him as much as you could until he couldn't take anymore. Like, yeah. Look at Roseman. Like, that's the guy you should be looking at. It's like, in terms of building a roster, they had a – look, they had a lot of bad breaks. A lot of guys got hurt. But the reality is you came in with a lot of questions outside of Miles Sanders and your tight ends, if they could stay healthy, as to who was actually going to be a playmaker for Carson Wentz. Yeah, I think it's a tricky situation right now. I mean, one of the I'll, I'll, we'll leave it with this as as I, you're trying to determine is Jalen Hurts the answer for the future. I would say that that if I had to give an answer right now, no, that would that would be mm-hmm. the answer. I liked what I saw in spots, but then you also saw what he did in Week 17, and and to the point of when Sudfeld came in. Was it really that much of a downgrade from from what Hertz was playing in that game? It's just a one-off sort of deal. There's just going to be a lot of questions to be answered in Philadelphia. Things uh, people seem to forget that he completed only a third of his passes. Sure. The fact that he ran two touchdowns in is fine. You're not paying him. Like, look, that's got to be part of the game. And I make this argument with Lamar Jackson. We made it for years with Cam Newton. That's going to be part of the game. There's, you got to see more consistency in the other part. And part of it is, did you have the proper weapons to really attack a pretty good Washington D? No. But there were times that he came up smallish. So for me, it's a, all right, I'd love to see it take you take a shot with whomever this next coach is. I also want to know how Roseman gets to hire his fourth coach. Riddle me that, Batman. <laughs> sure. Well, you know, and the Eagles aren't in a situation where they have the talent level of, of Baltimore. No. And I don't know how much I want my quarterback running around getting murdered by defenses when you're only winning, you know, four games a year. It's another question Philadelphia's well, going to have to answer. that's the other part, yeah. <laughs> 
We'll, we'll, we'll leave Philadelphia for another day, or at least uh, more on the conversation. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get to Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of and those. Then never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Let's look ahead to the divisional playoffs that come up. Game number one. The Rams, fresh off their win in Seattle, where they stymied the Seahawks. And I listen. I I, I thought we were gonna. I, I thought maybe we should look back at Wild Card Week, and I said, no, let's look ahead. Let's look ahead to what we have. If you want to <laughs> hear the my good thoughts avoidance on this, of the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to hear my thoughts on the Seahawks, uh, just go to FoxSportsRadio.com or check out my Twitter handle at Dan Byer on Fox. That's where you can find me. Um, and uh, I did a little bit on, on the Sunday show with George Reister, so you can get my thoughts on that. But we have to focus on the Rams because the Rams did run the football with a healthy Cam Akers, mm-hmm. maybe not 100% healthy Cam Akers, but he was able to do damage against a Seahawks defense. So the Seahawks are going home, and the Rams now with a banged-up Jared Goff as their starting quarterback, a banged-up Aaron Donald on the defensive line. You now got to go to Green Bay and take on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers and what should be a chilly afternoon in Green Bay, as it always is in mid-January I think it's a really really tough spot for the Rams I think that it's a really really tough spot for everybody on that side fantasy wise I like Green Bay and I like Green Bay big in this in in this scenario I think that the Rams maxed out of their playoff push with what they did in Seattle and I just don't see it traveling to Green Bay familiarity we talked about it last week Dan leading up to the the game between the Rams and Seahawks. Familiarity, the fact that McVay has has done very well in his career against Pete Carroll. If we were to do another coaching jag, I'd be asking you about changes needed, if any, in uh, Seattle with regard to philosophy and others. Uh, they say hey, they're going to run hey, the Hey, listen to my rant. It's four minutes. Exactly. It's that, that's what it's all yeah. about. It's yeah, the whole thing. Let Russ cook anymore. Uh, anyway. Uh, well, they but- got here. If, if you want to <laughs> let Russ cook, give him the frick. No, I almost swore. I almost swore. Yeah! I almost swore. <laughs> if you're going to let Russ cook. Give him an offensive line that blocks for him. And don't just give him, you know, DK Metcalf running down the field hoping that, you know, take the lid off. And, you know, you, you, got, you got to make up your mind one way or the other. Absolutely. But, Absolutely. But I'm but sorry, we, I digress. No, that, no, no, that was good. That was good. I, I, I knew there was – you got to let it out. I mean, you got to let it out, Dan. And if not, I, to me – I mean, I'm hateable all over the place. That if you can't yell at me, I mean, it's it's just bottles up and it eats you up inside. I mean, have you not listened to Don Henley? That was all he ever sang about. Uh, yeah, the the Rams, I, I think, have maxed. I mean, that that was their their win. I mean, you talk about Aaron Donald being banged up, rib cartilage. Uh, Cooper Cup is banged up. Jared Goff. It's a small sample size, but he's been absolutely awful. Whenever the it's not a Southern California kind of weather situation. Yeah. And you talk about going in and Green Bay, while they're not a team that had dominated in terms of a sack total, 
you'll be able to get out. I want to give, you know, Andrew Whitworth all the credit in the world for getting back out there. Big, big theme across wildcard weekend was guys either coming back or being inserted in random spots and dominating and holding up on the offensive line. And they did a great job. But with Jared, I don't trust Jared Goff. Like that that's what it comes down to. When it's all said and done in this big spinning wheel, we talked a lot about Philadelphia. Jared Goff's another guy. Got a huge check, begrudge no man his money, but I don't think he's a guy that's going to make a play. And he was serviceable against Seattle. It was all the Cam Akers show and that defense that made it hum. You know, that's the only hope they have is if somehow you can get a little bit of the run game and don't get behind. You get behind early, you're screwed. Right, mm-hmm. you're not coming back. If Aaron Rodgers has any success early, and people always ah, oh, you can run on the Packers. Packers were still tied for 13th in run defense, right? Why? Because yeah. they're going to outscore you, and you're going to have to abandon it. And 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 listen, the the Rams. I I think the Devonte Adams Jalen Ramsey matchup is obviously going to be amazing. Sure, absolutely. But what it also tells me, and it's not that the Rams, because the Rams are, are really good all around on defense, whether it's getting after the quarterback, whether it's the other pieces in their secondary as, as we saw them wreak havoc on Seattle, just tells me that Aaron Rodgers is going to need to uh, rely a little bit more on Aaron Jones. But also you're going to see uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Uh, you're going to see uh, some Tunyon. You're going to see all of that in the mix, I think, on Saturday. And I, I and so, you know, if you're playing daily fantasy where Devontae Adams is probably your highest priced wide receiver, that may not be the smartest of plays considering what they're going up against. But on the flip side of that coin, Mike, is you can get a lot of value with the other guys that may put up comparable numbers if you wanted to go to a Green Bay pass uh, catcher. Yeah, I think that's exactly I think MVS is the guy I'd be looking for, right? I mean, safety shading towards wherever Devontae mm-hmm. Adams is running. Devontae, remember to spell his name right or spell it like Devontae Smith, he said, uh, <laughs> after the national title game. But, that, I mean, that's where you break it down. And, and obviously Jalen Ramsey most times can handle guys one-on-one, which is a great advantage to have. Just a, a question here when you've got a quarterback that I think you can deliver, like Rodgers, and I'm not doing this to kiss up to lead to lap and – Normally, I'm not too effusive with the praise of Aaron Rodgers. Why? Because everybody else lines up at the altar to do it. So I, I usually just, eh, he's great. I'm tired of looking at him. And Brett Favre in my division for all these years as a Chicago boy. But, yeah, the secondary receivers, Tunyon for tight ends is always always a play. You're going to have red zone opportunities. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Get the little pop out and pop over kind of uh, – quick little uh, three-yard touchdowns. Uh, you you might be looking at the, you know, the rest of the band of Merriman for 1200 bucks or whatever as well and roll the dice, you know, in one of those $1 kind of yeah. take-all kind of s- scenarios because I think everybody's going to get fed. Yeah, I, I think when you look at the other guys outside of Adams in this game, if you and even on the Rams side of things, if you looked at Robert Woods, if you looked at Cooper Cup, it's just the value of, like, the value of Robert Woods with the health of Jared Goff to me just isn't it. They don't balance out. It's not worth playing Robert Woods for how much you would probably have to pay for him, mm-hmm. considering that you have Jared Goff at quarterback. Maybe you can get Cooper Cup a little bit cheaper, but I would rather take my chances on MVS catching a 60 yard touchdown pass than take my chances on Jared Goff dealing with a thumb injury, dealing with a cold, 
um, dealing with their situation. So I just, yeah, I, I there's just not much with the Rams that I'm a big fan of when it comes to on, on Saturday in fantasy yeah. and in just the, the regular game. Yeah, I mean, based on the algorithms, maybe Cam Akers is cheap enough at the running yeah. back position, right? And when you look at the receivers, like for Robert Woods, are you going to bank that he scores on an end around or that he throws a touchdown pass? No. You're not. And the gadgetry will be on display in this one. There's yeah. no question because they're going to need to find find points and find plays because Jared Goff didn't look comfortable. The ball never has been pretty, and it sure as hell isn't pretty when he's running around with a cast on. That That is game one on Saturday. Game two ends up being the Ravens at Buffalo after the Ravens won in Tennessee and the Bills held off the Colts in uh, Buffalo in their wild card game. I want to start on the Ravens side of things because just Lamar Jackson was one of the one of the big stories coming out. But 136 yards, the big touchdown run, threw for 179 of those, with all but 70 of those going to Marquise Brown. I like uh, Marquise Brown again. I actually like Lamar Jackson again. I'll tell you who else I I like, even though um, he did get in the end zone on Sunday, but was not. Um, a huge, huge factor. J.K. Dobbins. Um, I, I, I think that I think that the this Ravens Bills game is going to be a great game. I don't think it's going to play out. I don't think Buffalo is going to do what Tennessee did and just try to shut everything down with all of all of um, with guys in the box. So I think that J.K. Dobbins can end up maybe getting a little bit better game. But I like Marquise Brown again. I like some of the targets that that Baltimore has. Yeah, I think when you look at this one, I mean, Buffalo's D can be had, right? That's the one thing. And we thought Tennessee's could coming into to that one. It didn't play out as a monster, monster game. I know Vrabel was complaining about calls. Like, never mind that his guy got away with a massive push-off to the uh, the touchdown. Yeah. I thought the worst two calls went against Baltimore. Right. You know, like right. <laughs> but the pick yeah, play. It, yeah. It's, it's all about beauty is in the eye of the beholder, uh, as they say. But it's it's one of those games that I, I think we're going to see some points. I, I think you know we know with Lamar Jackson, and I I got criticized a lot for it when Coach Harbaugh had said it. Yeah, he's going to keep running a lot, and that was a year ago right before last season started and everybody was up in arms saying, you're going to shorten his career. What are you doing? Like if you get 10 good years of the guy instead of 12 and it makes him the most effective player he can be, what are you losing? So if he can carry the ball and that adds another element and you saw that 48 yard touchdown run, I mean, he just went into another gear. There was no catching him. So he, he's just fun to watch. I, I equated him to cam, on on the show with Jason Smith of the same criticism. It's like it's it may not be what you like aesthetically, but it works, right? Because Cam carried the ball a hundred times a year and everybody hated it. And it's like if it wins, yes, his body will probably break down a little bit earlier. If we've been doing too many shows together, because I thought I had the cam one, yeah, but maybe we all have the cam one. Because I, I thought the I same think, thing. I think, I think it's you yeah. and I together is really what it's, it comes down it, to. Eight, I, I don't need sixteen years. Uh, give me eight good ones. Right. You know. No. If if that's going to shorten his career, like he knows what he buys in for. He knows what his strengths are, and if it's going to help us win games now and win MVPs, so be it. Uh, and so against Buffalo, the over under in this game sitting at fifty. Uh, you'll have a little bit of Bills Mafia up in there, right? 
But when it when it comes down to it, uh, this, this is one I think could open up. You know I love J.K. Dobbins and have all year. Gus Edwards will get his requisite eight to ten touches, I think, in this one because they want to keep Josh Allen and company off the field if they can. Right, yeah, they Keep have, that defense fresh. They had the ball for 33-plus against Tennessee. So they kept the Titans off the field. Derrick Henry, Henry was shut down. Now the running game in Buffalo obviously isn't the running game in Tennessee, and now the running game in Buffalo is even less than it was yeah. a week ago because Zach Moss is going to be uh, out of this game and going to be out of the playoffs because of the ankle injury he suffered. And so what that tells me – and I think that tells most people it's not that Baltimore is going to completely shut down the Buffalo run. It's just that now you have more to focus on trying to slow down Josh Allen. And that's where your focus ends up being. I don't think you're going to see the rushing numbers that you uh, normally see from Josh Allen in this game against Baltimore. I think that he is their, he is their sole key uh, being of the Ravens' defense is Josh Allen. Josh Allen may end up leading the Bills in rushing uh, in this contest, but it's not going to be for the 50 to 60 yards that he had against the Colts. I think that Baltimore zeroes in on Josh Allen and says, all right, if you're going to beat us, you know, beat us with your arm because I just don't think it's going to be with his legs. Yeah, this is one uh, I think the the road ends here. As much as I loved him for the MVP and been banging the drum, I also picked Baltimore to get to the Super Bowl. So uh, before the season, and uh, you can't change your picks if your teams are still alive. So uh, looking at – I did. But uh, okay. hey, that's all right. Yeah, I, I just felt <laughs> it. I had to stick with what it, what it was, especially since they're also surging. So there was no reason to jump off the wagon necessarily. Uh, for the Bills, Stephon Diggs – We'll we'll get his numbers, no question. Cole Beasley scraping across. I don't I don't think they shut that the Ravens can shut them down altogether. But to your point, if Allen's not making big plays with his legs, I'm curious to see you know if you get a little bit of a, a grind down like you did during the one stretch of the season where things turned away, right? Because Devin Singletary is a good receiver. In between the tackles, that generally fails. Well, I go, you know, I just go back to the Browns game that the Ravens won in that shootout that I, I don't know if it if it sparked their season. I don't know what it necessarily was, but it was a great win for them to go into Cleveland to win 47 to 42. And you say, well, that's a Ravens defense that gave up 42 points. And we had been hearing some bad stuff about the Ravens defense and over the last few weeks or so. But we saw what it can do in Tennessee and the other thing about the game against Cleveland is at least Cleveland had the threat of the run. Like, you want to stop Nick Chubb. You want to stop Kareem Hunt. That's mm-hmm. what you want to do. And they kind of got caught up in a game where nobody was stopping anybody. And you're not going to get that with Buffalo with their running game. You don't have to worry about Devin Singletary going off for a buck 20. You know, I just I, – I, the, the Bills being one-dimensional worries me. If You, you know, I, I think Stephon Diggs could still get his. I think Cole Beasley's a good daily fantasy sure. play, and, you know, especially for the, for the amount um, that you could get him for. And if Josh Allen's being pressured, then you can maybe look for Cole Beasley to be there. But, yeah, I just I, – I do find it – it's going to be – you know, it'll be tough sledding for the Buffalo Bills on uh, – 
no no pun intended um, <laughs> if there's going to be weather in Buffalo on Saturday. But, yeah, I just think the, their one-dimensional nature makes them a little bit more difficult. I would tend to actually want to play more Ravens in this game than I would to want to play more Bills in this game. Yeah, Dobbins and Andrews, uh, low-cost Gus Edwards hoping for a goal-line look. Lamar Jackson, because you know he'll make plays with his legs. I mean, Gabriel Davis is interesting just as a he'll have man coverage, right, as he always mm-hmm. does. Can he make a play? But T.J. Yeldon and Taiwan Jones aren't making me fearful of that running attack as they no. step up with Zach Moss. Uh, it's, it's too bad because I, I like the way that backfield had come into play. Uh, the last couple of weeks, you saw more assertiveness from Zach Moss and uh, becoming a, a bigger part of the offense, trying to get some balance and set up some play action. So with that lost, uh, a little reticent to get uh, too far behind Buffalo here. Browns Chiefs will be game one on Sunday. Cleveland coming off their big win against Pittsburgh. Chiefs obviously with that first round bye with the first overall seed. Uh, I, I like a lot of what you could play in Kansas City, even though we think that the Browns should be back to to full strength with any COVID situations. Um, Patrick Mahomes, obviously a play. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, all going to be guys. But if you're going to spend money, those would be the guys in my mind, Mike, that I would be would be looking at. I think the Browns won their Super Bowl on Sunday night. I, I think that it's difficult to carry over. They do get a full week, but you're on the road again. Um yeah, I just think I think it's going to be difficult for Cleveland. I think I, Andy Reid off a bye, throw that into there. Sure. There, the uh, the ability for Cleveland to win the game, let alone just going up against the Kansas City Chiefs at any time, uh, I think it's going to be very difficult for Cleveland. So I like a lot of Chiefs as your plays coming up on Sunday. Yeah, as, as we talk about familiarity going back to – you know, what the Rams were able to accomplish wild card week. Same thing, you know, the Browns having just played the Steelers, the fact that they didn't practice, that they didn't have Stefanski on the sideline, it didn't matter, right? I mean, they they knew and they came out like a house mm-hmm. of fire. Now it helped that Pouncey couldn't get a, a snap down in, in the open of that game. But to your point, I, I don't know how you match the intensity. Right? How many times in a big event in your life do you say, well, I accomplished it? It's like, no, you still have work to do. Like, just because you finished that project, that next one has been sitting yeah. in the inbox waiting to go, and, and this is it. Uh, you mentioned guys getting healthy. Still won't have Olivier Vernon, unfortunately, so you don't get that pass rusher back. Uh, a very a- An admirable job by the Cleveland offensive line against Pittsburgh. Uh, Blake Hance from Northwestern that had to, you know, met Baker Mayfield right before the game ends up going in and helping to keep a clean pocket. So, you know, I, I, I had to get the Northwestern guy in, uh, but just showing what it is. So Batonio will be back. Should, should help KC's a top 10 D though. Can you, can you slow them down? Right. For, for Cleveland, the, the run game, you're going to have to pay too much money no matter what the algorithm is tweaked to be, I think for the output of Chubb, uh, Kareem hunts a play, I think, because he's more yeah. in the passing game. And certainly Jarvis Landry, because he finds space. And he'll probably throw a couple times. You want to talk about gadgetry? Cleveland's going to have to pull out all the stops for this one. 
Yeah, and 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 uh, another name, and we've mentioned him a few times on the podcast. I think Rashard Higgins mm-hmm. could give you value, maybe even in garbage time for Cleveland. Uh, only had two catches, did have seven targets in the game against Pittsburgh. So the opportunities were there. It's just the output was not there. And I think that that could improve. But I think if it does improve, it's going to be in a losing effort. Yeah, since I didn't get to yell about it on Monday night because we had the national title game going on while I was talking with Smith, um, why the hell did Pittsburgh punt when they were getting back into the game on fourth and one? Like, Mike Tomlin can explain away a lot of things to me, and I'm going to say, all right, you've been successful a long time, coach. I'm there. But that punt, maybe not as bad as Mike Vrabel's, but damn close. Yeah, yeah. The the Vrabel one with your defense, where you were on the field, uh, you know, 10 minutes left in the game, I think that that, that one was worse to me, um, especially with, with, you know, who you have in the backfield as well. I mean, you know, barely Derek fell Henry. forward on uh, on the yeah. weekend here, yeah. Dan. How about that? You know? Yeah, yeah. No, it was, but still, like in that situation, you're saying to yourself, okay, you know, we can get this. Got to uh, dance with who brung you, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. If, if he's and, and worth even anything, the, he fights his way for a first down. Sure. And, and and even if if Tannehill wants to keep it, we've seen his mobility, mm-hmm. so you can you can use that. I think that was that was worse than than what Tomlin did. But but for a half, you know what, Dan? I was thinking my beloved Chicago Bears were not the worst story of Wild Card Weekend. <laughs> now, obviously, there's a lot that falls out in Pittsburgh, and we'll see what happens with their decisions for 2021. But the fact that they showed any fight at all kind of screwed me over. Well, I was going to say that the Seahawks uh, playing on Saturday actually covered up uh, a lot of their wounds. So that was good to not have to deal with uh, as much on That's a Monday. But there was there was plenty there as well. The uh, the the game on Saturday that probably got the most hype was the Washington Tampa game, just because of Taylor Heineke and and his play for Washington. But the Washington football team is home for the rest of the season after being eliminated by the Buccaneers and what. I, yeah, I think Ravens-Bills is going to be a good one, but I think Bucks saints has the opportunity to be the game of the day, not only with the headlining of the quarterbacks, but what I just it's so difficult for me to see Tom Brady to be beaten three times by mm-hmm. the same team and the New Orleans Saints have an opportunity to do it, Mike. And not only could they do it on Sunday – it would be on the biggest TV windows because it was in week one, remember, in New Orleans when the right. season started. It was the, the national Fox game. Then the return affair where the Saints just annihilated Tampa was on Sunday night football. Now you put them in the last uh, window of the divisional playoffs. Man, it's it's really tough for me. And I, you talked about keeping your picks and sticking with your picks. I had Tampa and uh, the Steelers in my preseason picks. Mm-hmm. I moved off of that, went Bills Saints. But I really think that Tampa has a chance. And I I don't I don't know how they're going to do it. I, I I have an idea. I think I I see a path for them. But I think just more of anything, I just don't see Tom Brady being beaten three times by the same team. Well, a couple of things, you know, as we've talked on the podcast all year long, talking about from the fantasy side of things, they didn't play as a full unit. You know, everybody talks about the Saints, right? That's the hot topic for this week. Look, they finally got Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara back. Look, Michael Thomas got slimed early in the game. All of those things. 
I just wanted to see the reaction about slime. Uh, the <laughs> All of those things came together. The Buccaneers were the same thing, right? Evans was out of the lineup. Godwin was out of the lineup. Rob Gronkowski was still in Cabo shape. Yeah. Antonio Brown didn't join the team till midseason, right? So, like, they're finally just rounding into form. Now they lose Alex Kappa, the right guard, has a fractured ankle. Right, right. When the offensive line seemed to have gelled as well, it seemed to me, on some level, Dan, it, it reminded me of how Seattle's offensive line worked for a number of years, where it seemed like for the first half it was all right. What's our five going to end up? How are we doing sure. this? And then they'd start rolling towards the end of the year. That's kind of what I thought watching Tampa. And obviously they missed Ronald Jones this past week, but Leonard Fournette stepped in. I picked Tampa before the season. I got no reason to dive off them now, and certainly not in the third times the charm game with all the money on the line. Well, we know it's going to be difficult for the Saints to run on, uh, on Tampa. We, we we assume because the first meeting, or the, excuse me, the second meeting, there were just four run attempts. So I think that changes. And even though Ronald Jones' status is, is up in the air, according to Bruce Arians, uh, they're going to still run the ball, and it would be uh, Keyshawn Vaughn or, as you mentioned, Leonard Fournette doing that. So Tampa is is going to do that. I just think that the Saints could have some difficulty, just because of you know just how good the Bucks are in stopping the run. And so you're going to maybe have to see a true Brady versus Breeze showdown through the air. And I actually think Brady has the advantage. I thought Brady looked really good. His numbers wouldn't necessarily reflect it. Chris Godwin didn't help him a lot on Saturday. No, he did not. He would have been over 500 yards if that guy gets the ball. <laughs> he had four drops in that game. Yeah. So when you take that into account, yeah, just, you know, I picked the Saints. To, as I said, I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. I picked them to win in the Super Bowl at the start of, start of the playoffs. But now with this matchup here of just sitting there looking at it, I don't know. There's just something telling me about Tampa in this scenario, and uh, so so I so with saying all of this stuff as we're talking about it, I I like the plays of of the Tampa receivers. Cameron Brait was probably the second best Buccaneer yeah, on was. Saturday, mm-hmm. to be honest. So you could get him cheap if you wanted on a daily situation. If you're going with the Saints. Go with the pass catchers because you're probably not going to get the value you want with with Camara, Latavius Murray uh, dinged up. So that that's where I find value in this game if you're playing daily fantasy for for our final playoff game of divisional uh, playoff weekend. Yeah, I, w- I would agree. I, I think maybe a little Jared Cook activity as sure. well, red zone target. You know, we got some injury notes that will follow over the course of the week. You know, for Tampa, they should get Shaq Barrett and Devin White back. Right when folks were commenting on the defense against Taylor Heineke, it's like two of their best players aren't there. <laughs> Just yeah. let me wave my hand and remind you of that. Uh, so they'll be back. And you talk about the run. Uh, Trey Hendrickson didn't play against the Bears. He's got a neck injury. He may not be back for this one. So you, you've still got some some swirling around. Emmanuel Sanders is the guy I keep looking looking at. He wasn't as big a factor in the the game against Chicago, as I would have anticipated. Uh, but you saw Drew Brees going to work, as he always does. You know, because that, that's the other part of this. The Bears, even without Roquan Smith, and, and it's not excuse-making, they gave up 21 points 
Yeah. Right? Without one of your best defensive playmakers, overall, you know, bend, don't break kind of situation. Yes, you still lose 21 to 9, but you didn't get dom- like you got dominated in a lot of the box score stuff, but the score at the end, yes, I know the the final touchdown doesn't much matter, but the fact that you only gave up 21 points is still something to hang a star on, I think a little bit. Uh the curiosity for me though is Deontay Harris, right? 7 catches, 7 targets, 83 yards. Whether that's an outlier or whether that's a guy that we can get at a bargain basement if this thing should open up, Dan. I completely whiffed on Emmanuel Sanders. I actually thought he was going to have a day, and he did not. Even if he had a chance of leaving the end zone at one point, mm-hmm. and that really would even have saved the day for two catches for three yards. That was. But if he'd that gotten one, in, look, that that's a saver, right? It gets you to ten points, and you could say, all right, not a, not a home run, but no. you at least hit a double. Uh, yeah. They've got a, a fifty-two over under on this one. Uh, yeah, I I think uh, I I agree with the bounce back of Emmanuel Sanders. I'm gonna I'm gonna still ride with it after how bad it was last week. But that's gonna be uh, out of the four uh, Ravens Bills. I would put second. I'm interested in Browns Chiefs third. Rams Packers probably the least uh, game that I am interested in this week. Um, that will probably be end up being the best game. Just like we thought Bucks Washington was gonna be a who cares, and uh, it was. Do you think but. that last touchdown for Washington should have counted? I thought it came off his hands. Back of the end zone, <laughs> spirit versus letter of the law. I I had several tweets telling me I was what was wrong with America, based on just at, like before the uh, replays start. I'm like, did he bobble that? As like, no, you're a jerk. You're the worst. I'm like, wow. And then, well, did some he, had some political commentary to throw in that I left out. Did it separate the body, you know, from the body? That was the right. whole. Did his hands come off the ball? <laughs> did you have the conclusive angle? Either way, hell of an effort by by Taylor Heineke. But to your point, yeah, I, I think I would rank him that way. And it's, you know, it's the playoffs. This is where heroes and legends are made. And anybody that wanted to spit on the you know, would-be grave sites of Tom Brady or Drew Brees. They've already written their 2,000 words. They just need to add the stats. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury 
with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> Speaking of rankings, we've been wrapping up these playoff editions of I Want Your Flex, counting down our favorite stat lines of the season. We gave you the Darren Waller 200-yard game and the Stephen Koskowski four-kick, four-miss kick game that still included a game winner. Uh, Mike, you got eight and seven this week. What do you got for our favorite stat lines of the 2020 NFL fantasy season? Well, it's two guys that you'd – drafted pretty early one is a guy that you just want to give a hug because you never really got to see it again uh and i'm gonna look in cincinnati no it's not joe burrow it is joe mixon uh 25 carries 151 yards two touchdowns and then six catches 30 yards and a score Uh, week four against jacksonville a 33 25 thriller he played only two more games before being lost for the year i was so high on joe mixon coming into 2020 the I think I ranked guys, them fifth in the running backs. 
Yeah, I was so high on him and Kenyon Drake. Yeah. I was so high on those two guys. And Mixon had a worse year than Drake did. Drake, you know, I, mean, I consider Drake a fantasy disappointment. But, oh, what could have been. I wonder if Joe Mixon will, will, will be the guy who people feel snake-bitten by or if he will be the under-the-radar guy in 2021. If Joe Burrow is healthy, he'll be the under-the-radar guy. I think folks will come back for another mm-hmm. bite of the apple if Burrow is cleared for week one. Because you saw what T. Higgins could be. Yeah. With he and Tyler Boyd, you got a nice nice base. So I think Joe Mixon becomes a guy that becomes the, the underrated, but people uh, will try to get him at a bargain. But given the dual abilities, the number of targets – Right, two of his last three games, six and eight targets. You circle that and say, "All right, there's value here." So he won't he won't drift too far. Who else? Or what was the other fantasy ranking coming in at number seven for our favorite stat lines of 2020? Well, because I want to tell people how much I loved uh, Josh Allen again for the regular season. It's nothing personal in the playoffs. I just have to stick <laughs> with the pick that I made. Uh, but in week 16 against New England, and whenever you go against New England, it's the wringing of the hands of they can take away your best player. Not this year. Nine catches, 145 yards, three scores in championship week to seal the deal for a lot of folks. So uh, we'll, we'll celebrate Stephon Diggs because, you know, you have all the arguments of can a receiver help make a team? Sure. But look what Josh Allen, even all the offseason work and everything else, yes, he improved. But having a number one that can go get it, even if you put a box and one on him, college basketball style, that helps a lot of ills. There it is. So you've got eight and seven for our fantasy uh, stat line countdown from the 2020 season. Six and five will be brought to you at the next podcast, we'll, which will drop uh, in a week. So we're only doing the one podcast this week, but we'll have the recap of the divisional playoffs and then look ahead to championship weekend. Should be fun, Mike. Only seven more football games to go in the NFL season. And heck, just uh, for our 2020 slash 21 football season now that college football is done with uh we've got seven more in the nfl to go so we need to enjoy each and every one of would them. would you like to give 30 seconds on the championship game um i can give you two words on the championship game but i just don't want to you know i, I want to keep it clean I okay keep uh, it. you want to keep from getting the explicit uh, tag congratula- I, I get that. congratulations to alabama who i think showed they were the best team in college football yeah it's very that? magnanimous and uh, <laughs> And, and loving of you there, uh, Dan. No, the, I, the fact that we only have seven left. Look, there's two things to, to say about it, right? I'm sad because it means there's just a couple of weeks, and then pitchers and catchers will report. We'll get deeper into the throws of the NBA and NHL come back, and that's all fine. Um, but it's also a recognition of even though this road was not straight <laughs> by any way, shape, or form, the fact that we're this close to a celebrating a Super Bowl week in Tampa and a huge game mm-hmm. and look at the, the cast of characters. You either have youth being served with all the young guys that are part of this or a couple of the veterans, whether it's Rogers, Breeze, or Brady. I mean, it's, it's pretty incredible uh, finale. And the fact that we've gotten through there with some hiccups, but to make it through the season, still pretty impressive. 
I'm, I'm counting it down like the last days of summer for a kid in school because I do not want to go back to COVID life without football. No, football was a savior over the last four months to bring anything of normality into our lives. Sundays were the only normal thing that I think that we've had since March. It's the only, the only thing that I've felt like normal again. And once that goes away, I'm like, okay, back, you know, back here again. Thursday, so. Sunday, Mondays, right? Yeah. College football, whatever it became, you still had a college football Saturday. Now it's... Uh... Even that was weird, though. Like, no, I know, NFL, I know. Yeah, it was, you know, we didn't start till late September, and the Big Ten didn't start till late October. It was, the NFL was the constant, and once that goes away, you know, February and, and March, NCAA tournament going to be mixed up. It's going to be a little bit weird, so... Well, we'll start doing podcasts about documentaries, <laughs> and... Yes. Uh... You know, just hot take theater in general, Dan. Yeah, that sounds good. Get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. I'm at Dan Byer on Fox. You can always tweet us at I Want Your Flex. Enjoy the divisional playoff rounds. Hope you have fantasy success, and we will talk to you in advance of championship weekend. Be well, everyone. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon Jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. 
Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.